podcast is brought to you by You're the Best, a celebration of friendship, a collection of essays about the importance of female friendships in our lives by the Satellite Sisters. It's the perfect thank you gift for all the springtime celebrations, from showers to reunions to Mother's Day. Tell the Satellite Sisters in your life, you're the best. Available at Amazon or wherever books are sold. You are listening to Satellite Sisters. This is our weekly recap of the CBS drama, Madam Secretary. I'm Leon Dolan in Pasadena, California. My sister, Julie Dolan, is in Dallas, Texas. Julie, how are things going there? I, we, had, we had to wait a couple days to do the show because we had some connections lost. And the- oh, that's a good one, Leon, because that was the name of this episode. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, we tried to record this the other day. No go. So here we are today, and I reviewed the notes. This was an excellent episode. I thought there were a lot of interesting storylines. Yes, I agree, Leanne, and some fabulous clothes that I can't wait to, to get into a detailed discussion with you about. Yeah. You know, every week before, after we watch Madam Secretary, Julie and I watch separately in our own homes, uh, and then we take notes, usually dur- during that, and then sometimes we have to watch again if it's complicated or go back into review, and then we set an outline. We think of a theme for the week and, and the show and how we enjoyed it, and this week, it was really all about the clothing. There were some key <laughs> pieces of clothing that I think led to key plot points in the show. Mm -hmm. So this week we're going to take it piece of clothing by piece of clothing. But first (laughs) we're just going to start with the marriage counseling because last, last episode we saw there was a complete connection loss between Bess and Henry. Things went very, very poorly when Henry called Amnesty International on his nice wife, the secretary of state. Yes. And I think we were both in agreement that it was all Henry's fault. Yes. 100%. So this week, not surprisingly, the couple opens in therapy. Now, Bess has a therapist that she sees like, I don't know, once every eight months. Right, right. (laughs) I mean, she saw- She's not in a regular therapy. No. She's not in deep therapy. But something comes up, you know, buttercup dies, you know, something like that. She she reaches out and uh, in a very sort of modern way uh, to talk, to do some talk therapy. I, you know, so you can totally understand- why, why she does that. Mm-hmm. And is it, was it my imagination or was that Marsha Mason, the marriage therapist? Isn't I, that I the believe actress? so. Yeah. There was the chunky uh, necklace that she was wearing was kind of distracting me. <laughs> <laughs> I know if I was in marriage counseling with her and she was wearing that necklace, it would have bugged me. Okay. So she declares, first of all, Dr. Mason declares that, you know, this is marriage counseling. They really don't go in for blame here. And Julie, what is the point of marriage counseling if someone isn't blamed? <laughs> I don't understand, Leanne, right? I agree. I agree. It's got to be someone's fault. And we know it's not Bess's fault. Okay. Also, Leanne, they were sitting way too close to each other on the couch. Yeah. Uh, now, I, I'm no expert on uh, marriage therapy, but I'm pretty sure, like, if you're going into therapy, you're not sitting that close together. Okay? Good point. I hadn't even thought about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, maybe they were just trying to get them in the same shop, but then just pull the camera out a little bit wider or something. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And I love that they were lying to the therapist. That was nice. You know, that... <laughs> 
that was funny. I, I guess I, that 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 was the one element of this epi- of this of this section of the episode that rung true to me. That yes, people lie to their doctors all the time, and it I had it was no doubt that Bess and Henry were doing the same. Yes, Dr. Marsha Mason asked them, do you talk about work at home? And they immediately said no. And it's ridiculous. I don't care what your job is, you talk about work at home. If you don't talk about work at home, you are not talking to your spouse. Right. <laughs> right? Like, right? Right. I mean, you're not talking about like theoretical physics when you get home right. or, you know, great books you read. No, you're, you're talking about work or kids. That's pretty much what you talk about if you're married with children. There aren't that many. And what's for dinner? Yeah. Those are the three topics, Leanne. So then we got some flashbacks, like, of times they had talked about work at home. And, Julie, that was just a panoply of excellent loungewear from Henry and Bess, I thought. There were bathrobes. There were camisoles. There were workout clothes. I enjoyed the flashback scenes just because we're tired of seeing them in suits talking in the White House hallway now. Now we get to go back to them. A little bit of pillow talk. I like that. Yes, yes. I mean, she had one little camisole on lying in bed that was just, it was really lovely. But I know, Leanne, you love all things loungewear. So I'm sure that's, I knew you were going to love these elements um, in this first section. I also have to say that once they finished with the therapist, they were like hanging outside on the street in front of her office, like with a secret service detail. Okay. Again, I don't know that much about marriage therapy. But I don't think there's any, like, hanging around either before or after. I mean, I think I think you want to get in and get out. That, right, Leanne? Yeah, if you're the Secretary of State, especially, I, yeah. I would say. I mean, imagine current or former Secretaries of State if it had been revealed they were going to marriage therapy. And you know who I'm talking about. And it would have been bad. So, <laughs> okay. So, but the therapist did say something that was key, resonated throughout the whole episode, that they had to build an empire of two, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I, my notes just say, ha, 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 ha. So <laughs> you didn't try that at home. I think, I think we should try it at home. You try it in your household. I'll try it in my household. Right. It's an empire, so? but not always of two. That's for sure. <laughs> That's for sure. Okay, but when they're on the street, they decide, well, now they have to go to this diplomatic reception, the name of which they said like 10 times, but let's just call it the Coalition of the Hypocrites. (laughs) It's countries harboring terrorists but fighting terrorism uh, with canapes. That's basically what they have to do. (laughs) And and Bess has to go tonight, and Henry promises to go, and then he leaves us with this tantalizing line, you know you just want to see me in a tuxedo. For which women all over America, America just started screaming, yes, Henry, yes, we did. Yes. He sort of, he, you know, he looked back at Bess as he said that line, Leon, so she could just see him walking away. And we were all imagining him in the tux, Leon, yes. no doubt. Yes. All right. And that, that's when the key clothing items started to pop up in the show and really become indicators. Mm-hmm. Okay. The first key clothing item, uh, b- besides the tux that I keyed in on, Julie, was uh, Larry King's suspenders. Okay. <laughs> where, how, where did those pop up, Leon? I was like shocked and appalled that POTUS had on suspenders. Red suspenders, Julie. Red suspenders. What was up with that? I couldn't even listen to him because I was like, what happened to your belt, Mr. President? How come you're wearing those goofy things? 
<laughs> and it was it was so disconcerting. And then he starts going on and on about terrorist groups and is Pakistan harboring this, you know, the terrorist group HS is what they're calling it now. So that's what we're going to call it because we can't pronounce the other name. HS and and they're going to go all CIA on HS and they're going to plant misinformation. And they're just, you know, the old CIA spies are going to go back at it. It's Bess. It's it's POTUS. But he's in red Larry. <laughs> suspenders it was <laughs> i don't know why they made that wardrobe change okay it's just i i don't care whoever gets elected president please no suspenders <laughs> yeah. all right so then the next key clothing item it's reception night and Bess comes down in a dress a cape-like scarf and then julie a headband she was wearing oh. a bejeweled headband that i absolutely loved i mean that whole outfit was beautiful wasn't it blockbuster lean <laughs> blockbuster best best ensemble of the entire season right there it was black with these giant floral print on it and the headband it wasn't like a little you know like rinky dink school headband it was jeweled it was jeweled and, and it looked so beautiful with her hair yeah and, I, and I thought, Leanne, of you, because yeah. I thought of all the sisters, you could pull off the jeweled headband. Yeah. Only at formal events, sister. I don't want you to I don't go no. crazy with the headband. No. Remember, but, my but, wedding veil was attached to a headband. Yes. I mean, that's <laughs> I enjoyed a headband. Yes. I really did. And and we've been shamed, headband lovers, into not wearing them. But now, once I saw Bess's headband, I'm like, I got to get me some headband. I have to go to a formal <laughs> event in June. I'm gonna I'm gonna track down that headband. I think yeah. she was wearing a lot of extra hair too in that scene, didn't you? That there might be some falls in the back or something. It could be. Well, she... get whatever she had. Get the headband. Get the get the <laughs> yeah. falls. Get it all. Okay. I even think that dress would look beautiful on you, Liam. That was all right. Well, that, that may be a bridge out... too far. That was quite a. <laughs> That's quite a statement. Outstanding. And of course, she when she came down into the kitchen, uh, Stevie was cooking and Allison was there and they both, this is the one time the two sisters were in total agreement. Mom looked like a knockout, right? Yeah, it was great. It was fantastic. Fantastic. All right. So then she goes to this diplomatic reception where everyone's there. Her whole staff is there. Mm -hmm. uh, she's there. And there's, they're going to plant this misinformation with the Pakistani foreign minister. How hot was he? He was yeah, handsome. He was, he was pretty dreamy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I hope nothing happens to him because I wouldn't mind seeing him again. Yeah. I mean, there were crab puffs, misinformation, and that dreamboat from Pakistan. So... <laughs> At the foreign reception. In the meantime, Henry's a no-show, right? Empire of two already crumbling. Because Henry and, just and he's lying too, Lynn. He's lying out. to Bess. Flat out about lies. His whereabouts. Flat out lies. Mm -hmm. Flat out lies that he has to like stay late for a strategy meeting with his little team of three there in the White House hovel. And instead, he's just going out for beers with Jose, who is yeah. not trustworthy. He is not no. trustworthy. No, I know. I, I, I have a bad vibe about yeah. him. So. Yeah. He's he's going to he's goading Henry into bad things. I can tell. So uh, as it turns out, everyone's going to Pakistan like this. <laughs> OK, the misinformation. The hot foreign minister passes it on to the prime minister who somehow passes it back on to the terrorist. Now the, you know, circle of deceit is complete and they have to go in and they have to stop somebody in Pakistan. I don't know. My notes are vague, Julie. 
That would be Gibral Disa. Okay. They got to okay. stop him. Yeah. yeah. So the A number one terrorist. And for some reason, Henry's team gets tapped to do this. They're going on what is a supposed to be a diplomatic mission. Uh-huh. But uh, the key clothing item is the suit that Henry packs because they're packing together. It's cute. He's admitted that he's lied because he had to because he came home a little drunk and rate a little drunk. Yeah. And uh, she was very forgiving, I thought, actually, in that <laughs> circumstance. Right. Well, she might be sitting a little farther apart on the mar- the couch on the marriage counselor next time around. Yeah, she was pretty nice about that. Pretty nice about about the drunk lying Henry. <laughs> so as he's packing, she says, well, you got to pack a suit because it's a diplomatic mission, right? Foreshadowing. We uh-huh. will we will find out at the end. It was diplomatic. Oh, yeah. But it doesn't stay diplomatic. All right. Next key clothing item, Nadine in that super sexy V-neck suit. I mean, what was that? Who wears uh, that to the office? I don't know, but she was working it. You know, I, I we don't get to see a lot of Nadine in this episode, but every time we see her, she is just winning the scene. That's what I think. With the clothing, with the lines, with the, she's always doing the right thing. She's got everybody's back and she's, you know, she's cool. She's wise. I, She's a, she's a role model, Ian. Okay, she is. She looks good. And then, you know, another key clothing item, uh, unbelievably, Daisy wears a deep purple dress to honor Prince, which I thought was very lovely. I did too. <laughs> I, very, so that, I, I don't really, at this point, I don't think we can have enough deep purple. So no, just bring it's it a Very up. lovely tribute. Uh, and once again, this show manages to stay ahead of the headlines. I don't know how they do it, but there was Daisy on Wear Purple Day wearing wearing purple. Uh, okay, another key clothing item. Bess has to go back in, uh, do some negotiating, figure out a strategy, and she is in that black blouse with the white collar. Julie, the tyranny of the bow tie shirt is over. I mean, I that so. looked fantastic, didn't it? Yes, I think it's it, 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 it was a power shirt, Leanne. It was... You know, it had a little edge about it. It was very modern. Uh, and again, I, I'm, I wasn't crazy about all those ties. So I'm happy that the ties have been cleared up. Yeah. So they decide not to do any sort of peaceful outreach. They're just going to go in and get this guy. That's how they're doing. And this breaks Matt, the communication director's heart, because we learn in a lovely little speech that his mother was from Karachi and that she used to love jasmines and gardens. And he wanted to go in and, and build gardens as a way to build bridges to the people of Pakistan. And instead, they're not going to do any of that. They're just going to, they're just going to foment a rebellion, basically. (laughs) They're fomenting a rebellion. That's right. Yeah, I know that he was... He was really threw his heart and soul into a program uh, for for gardens, and it's not going to happen. All right. So, and I like that Bess wore the black suit during the day, and then when she was called in in the middle of the night, she just put the black shirt with the white collar on again. Like, oh, this is on the floor of my class, and I'm just wear this. Like, that's what I. <laughs> that's where you suspected that's what it. Was. I would do. No, that's your closet, Land. Where the clothes <laughs> are on the floor. I don't know. Well, it could be. I, I maybe they're on a chair or something. But she doesn't have time to hang up her clothes. She's certainly not doing the dishes. We've established that. Yeah. Okay. So meanwhile, in Pakistan, when everyone's there except Bess, um, the, uh, there's some loose nukes. The terrorists get their hands on it. There's a complete double cross uh, by the hot foreign minister. Oh, he double yeah. crosses the prime minister. And then he creates kind of a social media coup. He yes. reports that the U.S. is tracking 
Pakistan's nukes, which makes the people of Pakistan crazy, and they stage a riot based on national pride. And things go Argo very fast. Yes, they do, Leanne. The prime minister who's trying to escape from uh, Islamabad Mm -hmm. is dragged out of his car, and that's the last we see of him. Right. So So they're they're emptying the embassy. Henry's team is there. For some reason, Henry's team this week, they started calling Murphy Station. Thank you for mentioning that. They started at the the top of the episode. They're like, well, we'll send Murphy Station. And I was looking through my notes. I was like, what is Murphy Station? Have Leanne and I not been read in on Murphy Station? What is it, Leon? Okay. But that's what they're calling the three in the closet. Yeah. You know? Codename Murphy Station. First we'd heard of it. You're right, Julie. Why didn't they read us in on that? I don't know, Leon. We don't get read in on anything. <laughs> So, uh, so they're emptying the embassy. They want Murphy Station, who's basically there on a diplomatic mission, to get on the Chinooks and get out. And Bess, you know, is talking to Henry on the sat phone. And this is when it does. Can I occur- say that wasn't even a sat phone? That really kind of bothered me a lot. Oh, no, was it? She was. It was like a regular house phone, Leanne, or her like cell phone. She wasn't on some encrypted phone, you know. And there she is, just blah blah blah, with her husband Murphy Station, who's uh, who's on a like double secret mission. So yeah, they have really got to they got to like up their technology there because. Because people are listening to those phone calls. It also occurred to me that the Secretary of State did, in fact, seem quite distracted trying to, you know, make some decisions about, you know, a rebellion in Pakistan because her husband was at the embassy. That perhaps it really isn't a good idea to have (laughs) Henry working on that special team of three when he's part of an empire of two with the secretary of state like that she actually seemed to be working against national interests to simply get her husband out of the embassy you know yeah she did she i i I agree with you Leon. so then henry goes into this kind of you know story this sort of monologue that involves jane austen and top hats and quotes from oscar wilde and he says i'll always be there for you it's the kind of monologue that only happens on tv shows you know (laughs) real husbands don't say that no they don't they they say gotta go by is what they say yeah gotta go but it was good Leanne. it was it was a sweet moment when henry said that yeah and then here, and Henry's in a black t-shirt. I forgot to mention that, the key clothing item. He's in that tight black t-shirt. This yeah. is no diplomatic mission, sister. You know that. He's not I wearing know. a suit. He's mm-hmm. in the tight black t-shirt. And then Jose, who I have not trusted since he arrived on the scene, comes, and Henry's getting in the Chinook. He's just told his wife, yeah, I'm out of here. You know, I, I right. will always be there for you. And Jose, and Jose basically accuses him of being a girly man for getting <laughs> into the Chinook. Right? <laughs> right. Right. I mean, everyone else in the embassy is like bailing out. You know, the Marines are going, they're shredding everything. I mean, this is a total evacuation. They have chaos in the streets. Yeah. And, and Henry, like he has suckered into like the oldest sort of, you know, chest thumping gambit in the world. And instead of getting on the schnook, like he has just told his wife, the secretary of state. Yeah. He goes off with Jose in that black T-shirt, and he does so by throwing down his cell phone. The cell phone that is not secure. I mean, <laughs> he didn't even, like, text her to say, hey, I'm not coming home. Gotta okay. go by. <laughs> I mean, first of all, aren't you going to need your phone in the field? Like, that just... Like, well, no, Leon, because they probably... I mean, that's, I mean, they can track you if you're using those kind of phones. Okay. So that's why he doesn't want to be tracked. 
He has gone off the grid again, Leon. Okay, he's a liability. Yeah, <laughs> he's <a> liability. <laughs> I mean, what happened? They never should have gone to marriage therapy. <laughs> that was that was a bad idea. So. So that's it. That was this week's episode. And now we know probably we're going to be wrapping up this idea of the loose nukes and the terrorists and Henry and and the black T-shirt and the Empire of Two. I just I thought I felt terrible for Beth. I felt terrible for Beth. I really did. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, where they have so much communication, so much loose communication back and forth um, in Pakistan. And then all of a sudden he goes he goes dark on her. And there, it's, she's not there. I mean, she's read in on everything that Murphy Station is doing, right? <laughs> Murphy Station. Okay. I think that's going to be my code name now for my husband and I. <laughs> What's happening in Murphy Station this weekend? <laughs> Good one, Liam. Okay. Good one. All right. Uh, every week we do a recap of Madam Secretary. Just a couple more episodes left in this season. You can also find lots of Satellite Sisters podcasts over at iTunes or at SatelliteSisters.com. We've been doing shows for many years and they're all up there. You can listen to your heart's content. Uh, We do a regular show every Tuesday and usually every weekend and we're constantly posting special episodes up at iTunes and SatelliteSisters.com. All right, Julie, uh, what's happening at Murphy Station? You're actually, you're doing some, you're you're, you're getting in a Chinook this weekend, yes, aren't I'm you? Yes, I'm going dark, Leanne. I'm going dark. Okay. I can't disclose my location, but I'll, I'll have an update by Tuesday, no doubt. Okay, excellent. All right. Have a great weekend, and don't forget, call your satellite sister. Mm-hmm.